Welcome to Rick Radio's Community News Desk. This is podcast number three. On today's programme, we talk to Carolina giron Ferro about healthy eating and keeping your body in shape with her exercise programme. We also talk to our own Dylan Clayton here and Robin Harrison about The Rock School, which has been attracting lots of up and coming musicians. But first, I caught up with Fidel Mahini, CEO of the Clan William Institute. You guys are based in Stalorgan, but you have facilities here in Ringsend and Irish Town Community Centre right. for low-fee, community-based services yes. for counselling. So can That's you tell right. us a little bit about that? Okay, well, maybe just to explain yeah. the connection with here, because Clan William Institute has existed for nearly 40 years. In fact, our 40-year anniversary is this year. Wow. And we were in Grand Canal um, for most of that period of time until we ha- we had to move in 2019 you know the story landlord rents yeah. got too expensive etc and so we went in we had a bit of a panic to find somewhere and we ended up in Solorgan. but we wanted to maintain the links of the community here and we started conversations with Lorraine um, and um, there just seemed to be a lovely synergy that we could um, continue providing services to local people and come into the community centre here. Great. So one night a week on Wednesday evenings, we have a supervisor with a team and we provide what we call low fee, no fee. It's whatever people can afford, um, um, whether it's zero or whether it's a tenner, it doesn't matter. Um, and we provide that facility. So we, we provide family therapy, individual therapy, relationship therapy. It depends. And whatever it, people are looking for. You're here from 4.30, is it, to... That to about 9 o'clock, 9 o'clock, that yeah. kind of time. Yeah. And then you have your own information. If anybody does want to get in touch... Yeah, yeah there's numbers. We have details down in reception. Yeah. Um, there's kind of a poster on the wall. We usually have leaflets there as well. You phone directly. Um, there can be a waiting list sometimes, mm. um, but we do try to get people in as quick as we possibly can. Yeah, because that's the thing, I think, about a lot of me- uh, therapy-wise and counselling-wise... Uh, it can be off-putting because people feel that it's not accessible that you're going to be waiting for a very long time mm-hmm. or else you're going to be paying through the nose for it. They, yeah. they think it's not for them but this is a great resource because as you said you try and fit as many people in as you can we, but exactly. also fee-wise as well not to be put off by that. That's right because it's whatever people can afford yeah. and, and that's what we, we, we don't we don't ask we don't look for evidence or anything like that we mm. just say what, what if you want to make a donation we call it a donation even. Um, now some people when I talk about kind of waiting lists we also see people in Stalorgan as well and and also we see people online yes I was going to ask yeah. that because during <laughs> lockdown we had a lot of you know zoom I and know. skype and as off-putting as that is but sometimes it can be really convenient yeah. for people and I if mean, maybe if they don't want the st- sometimes people work it up in their heads they don't want the stress of actually sitting in front of a person it could exactly. be easier for them so it's a mix it's whatever people are comfortable with I have to admit that before COVID if you asked me back in where's COVID now January <laughs> 2020, 2020 yeah. you know about online therapy we'd have gone oh no not really don't yeah. think it will work and suddenly three months later everything's online yeah Um. and so I think online therapy works really well for some people mm. you know but if you don't have the privacy 
Mm. If you don't have the technology, yeah, because you have to have proper Wi-Fi to be able to say you have to be able to talk openly and know that there's no listening exactly. ears around you, whatever. It can work really well. And particularly maybe somebody's ill and can't leave the house or disabled in some way and can't leave the house. Maybe they don't feel comfortable leaving the house. Maybe yeah. they don't, they're nervous about actually meeting somebody and going in person. So for, there's a multiple of reasons why online therapy can work very well. Um, but you can't, I, I mean, maybe I'm biased, I admit, <laughs> but you can't be face to face at like the same time. Like a person to person yeah. kind of, And yeah. some people just doesn't suit. I mean, you get some, you know, when we, during those lockdowns and then we're off lockdown and mm. in lockdown, you know, we had to trans, we had to go online at, at different months at different times. And for some people, it just doesn't suit. Yeah. You know, um, you know, if you've if a family and you have people around you and you want to talk about what's going on and you can't, you just don't want exactly. the privacy of it. Yeah. You know, when I look back to the first lockdown, some of the most effective therapy I did was somebody sitting in a car mm. in a quiet street because they had they they simply needed therapy. Yeah. They, they couldn't go and see somebody and they just found a way that it worked for them. Which so, is, you know, so it can work in it all can work kind yeah. of different but mediums. it's down to what people feel comfortable with and that's the most important thing because yeah. when you're going for therapy you need to feel comfortable exactly well that's the most important thing <laughs> exactly. yeah so what are you seeing now that we're supposedly in this place of normality yeah. where the urge for everybody to get back to whatever yeah. normal is what are you seeing now with people how are they there's dealing with that there's a lot of stress and anxiety out there still mm. and understandably so so we certainly have seen a huge increase in the levels of um, the numbers of people with anxiety and the degree of anxiety that people are experiencing. Yeah. And so it's interesting that we talked about this online piece because I have a lot of clients and really all I want to do is get them out of the bedroom yeah. and get them out of the house. I get them um, back involved. Exactly. Yeah. So, but online therapy suits them because they can yeah. sit in the bed and they can chat. So there is that balance. So anxiety, 100%. Mm. Um, and, you know, I, I often talk about anxiety. I, I work as a therapist as well as CEO in Clem right. Williams. So um, I talk about anxiety has become this really negative word. Everybody experiences anxiety anxiety looks after us yeah it's only when anxiety um gets to a certain a stage where it's really having a negative impact on exactly. our quality of life because anxi- anxiety can be a good thing because Absolutely. it's kind of like an, a, an anxiousness an expectation of something that's good right. before you haven't you know experienced something before yeah. like or doing something new like I that. often talk to the children about when you cross the road you're going to be anxious that you won't get locked down so you look left and you look right mm. and you look after yourself and that's anxiety exactly and they go yeah. oh yeah I get it <laughs> yeah. so, but it's just like when it doesn't take over your whole entire Absolutely. existence uh, that's the problem and you know people even now you know there's talk the radio today about removing masks and you can see the yeah. degrees and people getting really no oh, I'm going to hold on to my mask and there's no way and like I'm not going to yeah. you know so you can see and, and really it's what people are comfortable with if somebody wants and my own opinion is if somebody feels wants to wear a mask for example if they do bring in this change yeah. then go ahead and wear it exactly you know yeah. and if you don't want it's the same thing but I think that there is I mean we are social beings we are humans we're social we need contact with people yeah. and that's the one thing that COVID just took away from us mm. couldn't hug I mean, how important are hugs? And, yeah, you know, Which people probably didn't even realise how much they actually need. needed other people. Exactly. Yeah, and they do, and yeah. that is really, really important. And yeah. um, and so a lot of it's about encouraging people to feel okay mm. about going out again. And if that's just going outdoors and staying outdoors, then that's okay. It's taking that step to do that. Completely. And I always think now, like a lot of people, I don't know if they'd have the same mindset as I do, but I think that you know therapy is 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 great for everyone and I think the thing about it is it's not to leave things until they're at their worst before you think you should go 
go. Yeah, I mean, it's even talking to my daughter and she won't mind me saying, because we had this <laughs> chat the other night about, you know, therapy and you always think that when you're in the, the complete, you know, the bottom and feeling awful, and, oh, I need to go for therapy. Yeah. And then you improve and you kind of, oh no, I'd be grand. I won't need to go. When in actual fact, it's when you're feeling good and strong enough, that's the time to go mm. to learn the skills as to how you manage yourself when you hit those lows, because we all, we, it's like a, I'm kind of, I know a on the radio now, and I'm here yeah. and I'm showing yeah. waves up and down, but we, that's the way life is. It's yeah. good times and bad times and it's how you manage yourself for those difficult times. So actually, sometimes when we're feeling okay, they're the times to actually go and seek therapy so that we yeah. learn how the skills to manage ourselves when we're feeling low. The, which is completely true. And I think a lot of women as well, especially who are, they like to put these things off or see themselves as the lowest rung on, on oh, yeah. the they ladder. It's yeah, absolutely desperate, like yeah. right at the lowest thing. And, and really sometimes people, when if somebody is really low, um, it may not be the time to do therapy mm. because you need a certain amount of strength. Because yeah. therapy, Therapy isn't necessarily easy. Therapy is about change, yeah. about changing something um, in your life. You're seeking some change, so you come for therapy. And change isn't always easy. So therapy can be challenging, mm. you know, so. And you're not going to get the answers you want oh, immediately. No. That's <laughs> no. the other thing. Like, And I think we're living in a culture where everything is so speeded up and, exactly. and you want to have these attainable results straight yes. away. And, and it can be a long term or use more words arduous. like journey I use yeah. words like this is a marathon it's not yeah. a sprint we're only talking about starting the training now we haven't mm. started it and it's a marathon so but I there often is use like language. parallels to that because I think a lot of people you know are, especially at the start of the year they want physical fitness they always think oh, I should get back into this and the post lockdown we've seen a lot of people saying you know I want to get healthier but also you know, this also is a stage where you get your mind out there as yeah, well. Yeah. Like, and it's funny that you mentioned the physical, the two are interlinked. Mm. You know, I often talk to people about diet, exercise, keeping social. That's all what keeps us mentally well as well. Yeah. So I start with the pillars and say, well, where are you on this? And where are you on this? Because actually to keep well mentally, we need to eat well. We need to eat regularly. We need to exercise. Now, we don't need to join gyms. I mean, when I talk about exercise, I talk about just going out for a for walk. walk. Yeah. Simple as, you know, mm. it's free. It's easy you know, providing, of course, we're physically able to do it. But that's all, you know, we're not talking about and then keeping social. Yeah. And that's the one, as I said, that was taken off us during COVID. So one of those foundation stones to keeping mentally well was just completely removed from us. And which we don't even probably know what the effects of that are until much later on. And I think for a lot of people, they like would put them off, maybe going, well, I'm not in that bad. I'm not in a really bad state. There are people worse than me or you know, and I just think for a lot of people, it should feel like you're getting a mental yeah. kind of sprinkling. Yeah, even. and I say, don't compare yourself. Yeah. Just think about you. So if you feel you could be better, then that's enough of a reason to actually talk to somebody. Yeah. So don't think, well, ah, there's lots of people in the world worse than I am. Yeah. Because this is about you. It's about you, know, the, you and how you feel. And if you feel you could be better, then that's worth it. You're worth it. Which is, I think, is a great thing to just think about in in because I think when people think about mental health they think about oh my god you know statistics depression like, but it doesn't have to like for yourselves it's it's more encouraging people just to come Absolutely. whenever they they feel yep. like it because like you don't have to wait until you've got kind of completely flat on the floor and not able to get out of bed with depression you just low mood and what happens with low mood sometimes is scary we, yeah. nobody likes feeling low so then mm. they get scared they go oh my god something wrong with me and then, of course, that exacerbates the low mood because then they're getting even lower because I'm like, there's something wrong. Whereas actually, low mood, we all experience. 
So it's how do you, what do you do for yourself? Mm. When, and how do you talk to yourself when you've low mood? Exactly. Because you can actually talk yourself down. Yeah, to a worse state. Exactly. Yeah. By so, simply worrying about it. I mean, we're all getting back out there and we're all trying our best to do things. But if, you know, it's good to know that if you do have that bump or if you do feel there you're not are, coping so well, that there are services there that can exactly. support you. And you are here. And that's here most importantly center. in the centre. Yep. So you might not, if you, you might want to come into ourselves and we have all the details in here, but you can also email us at rickradio2020 at gmail.com. That's R-I-C-C radio2020 at gmail.com. And we can provide you with the information for yeah. you guys as well. And we have, we're also considering like if, if the demand increased so much, we actually might consider even putting a second group in. So okay. we have that up our sleeve if we need it. Yeah. But right now we, we can manage what's coming in and it's there's a lot of people using the service, which is great. Which is so rewarding and, and it's such a great opportunity, I think, for people, as I said, just to get in on, you know, the low fee community based yeah. services that are there that are provided for us. So that's great. Okay. Uh, thanks so much for coming. Thank you, Jen. <laughs> You're listening to Rick Radio's Community News Desk podcast. We're joined now by Carolina Giron Farrow, who is many things, including a nutritionist and health coach, a vegan chef, a personal trainer, and a mind coach. You uh, run a healthy eating class every Tuesday here in the community centre at five o'clock. Um, so, this class, it's plant based. Is that correct? Yes. So, uh, good morning. <laughs> uh, the class is all about plant-based. So, the course, uh, it's called Introduction to Plant-Based Living uh, Through an Art of Simple Cooking. Okay. So, uh, we are introducing a lot of uh, ideas. Uh, it's, a, it's a practical there is a bit of cooking classes in the course and also educational. So going through different materials, uh, talking about different things, uh, what is plant-based, benefits of it and how to basically structure your meals. So plant-based would be vegan, right? Is that? Well, plant-based is pretty much all about plants. So you don't have any animal products. So okay. yeah, so, so, so pretty much, yeah, you could call it vegan, but like uh, there's no pressure, you know, we all wanted to eat more healthier. So uh, from this point, uh, the more plants you can incorporate in every day, the better for health and planet and everything else. <laughs> so the emphasis is more on introducing more plant-based meals to your lifestyle rather than, you know, just taking away meat altogether if you're not comfortable with it is that yes exactly like i mean i'm i'm not here to tell anyone what to do uh in the end we all have our own choice what we eat what we uh what we put on our plate and that has many many impacts on the planet so my idea is to educate people so when you i think when you have the awareness then that comes the responsibility with it and the choice Mm. without awareness um yeah it's just like any other fat or extra diet you know that's it's it's there but mm. if you if you don't yeah that's my my idea is education 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 yeah why and why is important and we have seen like an uptick in people wanting to go plant-based at the moment like i think over the past few years definitely and what would you see that are maybe the benefits of this introducing more plant-based foods to your lifestyle 
So yeah, so there is definitely every January it's the veganuary that most of people will go ahead for the month of January to eat more plant-based and uh, it's amazing that Dublin is one of the uh, one of the cities that you can find uh, uh, vegan plant-based options almost everywhere it's it's actually like i'm not sure if it's number one or number two like after london uh that it's a very vegan friendly city and the benefits are just like endless <laughs> so number one that i found it i've been eating like that for the last seven years energy yeah. <laughs> energy levels are just up to the to the roof <laughs> so like uh, energy will be number one reducing inflammation number two inflammation cause most problems uh, with any disease inflammation in the joints that's how i started i was diagnosed with uh, early stages of arthritis when i was 27 okay and this was actually the biggest thing that i started to change my diet and i wasn't aware of that before so this had a huge impact on my life in the fitness industry as well so uh, uh, so inflammation um, another thing you know uh, we all aware of the planet crisis and and majority of it is our dairy farms and meat farms that increasing the gas uh, emissions to the to the earth so so that is a big one uh, we do really have to be conscious of how we grow our food and things like that so so yeah so there's endless benefits you're going to feel better you're going to protect yourself from most of the diseases heart diseases uh, diabetes all sort of and uh, I think by naturally when you're eating more plants you consume less bad fats uh, you're losing weight yeah <laughs> I just recently put my brother and his girlfriend when they were here over Christmas and they just sent me a message yesterday they both lost six kilos wow okay. so that is something amazing that it just makes me so happy yeah. <laughs> that he trusted me exactly and the thing about that like you're saying how hard how difficult was it for you in the beginning if you can cast your mind back to when you were told so it was health based for you as in you said your arthritis and you were told maybe to reduce what you were eating meat product wise or anything like that and how difficult was it for you in the beginning to, to actually do that okay so that's yeah that's a really nice question because um, yeah many people will, when you first of all when you put yourself like when you say this word ah oh, it's going to be difficult it's mm. going to be difficult so everything is possible uh, but first you need to have this mindset that no I can do this and especially now the amount of products yeah. you have there uh, it's it's incredible so you can find everything everything for replacing so uh, let's say all the yogurts uh, so dairy would be a big one and this was my kind of this is like the biggest one I'm hearing from people mm. I grew up on dairy farm I wow okay I mean, my <laughs> uncle had uh, dairy, dairy cows and uh, that's what I was eating for almost seven years I was a very sick anemic kid my mom couldn't mm. breastfeed me so I was addicted I yeah. was addicted to dairy at some stage I had like like seven cheese cheeses in my fridge like seven years ago mm. that was how I was addicted to it so this was the hardest the cheese you know the meat the fish wasn't as difficult because when you start to make a connection about the animal suffering everything changes you don't think food like a pleasure you think more about suffering mm. so that's that's the awareness again I'm putting out there awareness is the main aspect and then uh, when you go out there now there's beautiful produce Irish cheese uh, made from cashew nuts, made from coconut, made from uh, uh, almonds. Uh, the amount of uh, artisan cheeses that are out there 
uh, any health stress that you go, you have you can you have like so many types to choose. Mm. So so now it's not difficult. So so when you wanted to switch, it's possible. But it's nice to do it step by step. You know, adding little bit by bit. You know, uh, instead of a cream, adding a vegan cream. Instead of you know a yogurt, you can use a coconut yogurt and make the small little changes. You know, instead of scrambled eggs, you can make scrambled tofu. So like adding little bit by beads and then it's not that difficult. So yeah. once you start learning and incorporate small little pieces, then you know you have more ideas. Yeah, so it's a bit by bit. It's like it's not full on. You're not saying to people in this class like you're going to go home and throw out all your cheese out of your fridge immediately or anything it's just like a process where you have to kind of do it step by step or ease yourself into it yeah like you know some of us it's for some of us works like that that you just you know cold turkey yeah as they say, you just drop it the next day cold tofu okay. yeah. <laughs> cold tofu yeah but everyone is different so for me it was definitely a little bit reducing as well so from seven cheeses I came to one you know and then like I was getting eating less you know maybe I will have a fish once a month or something mm. and then I would kind of gradually then give up completely and then the eggs I think was like the last one so then when I start to make the scrambled tofu actually it was nice you know so, yeah so so I don't I, miss this anymore I think that's what people worry about they just worry about oh they're not gonna you know like it or be able to because I think at the start of the year people get very dramatic and they're like I'm going to just lose weight or I'm going to be really healthy and then they start like cut, going straight away to cut things out rather than gradually you know trying to introduce something rather than depriving themselves if you know what I mean yeah. and I think that's the fear so mm-hmm. for you when you're doing the classes here I think what stops a lot of people as well is that they don't know how nice that kind of food can be or how tasty it is and so really the cooking part is very important for you on this side of things is it just to give an example mm-hmm. of what to yeah, do yeah so yesterday we had a first cooking class so before we did uh, t- uh, two classes about nutrition and yesterday I just did a, a beautiful miso soup and wow. uh, we put the shiitake mushrooms uh, which are really really a great source of uh, vitamin B's and D uh, I add some seaweed which is amazing for iodine and for that fishy taste so uh, I had some miso, a pok choy, which is a Chinese cabbage. And oh my God, uh, everybody, I think the one girl, she, she had like three cups almost. <laughs> she really enjoyed it because this is the thing. When you start to incorporate more plant-based, you exploring the flavors like mm. you've never seen before. So before what people mostly have, like, I don't know, some chicken with something, whatever. And those are plain. So even with the meat, like, let's be honest, you have to add some spices, some, yeah. something to taste. Otherwise is tasteless mm. so the same thing when you start eating more plant-based like tofu has no taste you buy some smoked tofu but the rest you can add any flavors that you like so it's about learning practicing you know adding bit by bit and then you see that there is many options out there yeah. and then when you have options then it's easier to switch and it's good because as you're saying there's so much out there right now there's so many products available that um, are on the market right now so you're not trying to find something it, it, it should be easier easier for you to be able to actually buy these foods and prepare them yourself but maybe like with the group itself it is about support as well it's about other people being on the same kind of journey as you for want of a better word like through you know plant-based foods do you find that like it helps that the people are doing it in this group in a group together 
Yeah, no, definitely. So when I when I was like uh, when I always you know do a cooking class or something, it's all about I want people to taste it. So like I give them all the even ingredients, whatever I put, taste it. You know, see how does it feel. You know, what's the taste of it? And it's all like mo mo well, would be most hands on. You know, so so I like people to taste. You know, ask questions, participate. Mm. You know, and that's how we learn. Learn together. You know, obviously yeah. it'd be amazing <laughs> if we have a full kitchen here yeah. uh, that everyone is doing. Uh, but um, but you know, even from watching, you know, and asking and participating, that's that's a lot you can learn from it. And you're getting the two sides of it because not only are you getting, as you said, the health benefits that you're talking people through the nutrition side of it, but then you're also getting the practical side of it, where you actually are making the meals, and then you can you see you know how easy it is to actually incorporate this into your life. Then yes, and after towards the end of the course, I will give my, like my recipes that I've tried as well, and then people will have like a little booklets as well. Amazing. So, so then they can they can go through it and just try a few different things. <laughs> Excellent. And so there's spaces available in the class so people can can people join the class or yes 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 yes, yes. there's there's still a few more spaces to come. Definitely. Okay. Yes. And how uh, what does it cost to join the class? Is it um. Uh, I think it's uh, whatever the community uh, collects some bits and pieces because okay. uh, I'm, I wouldn't be sure exactly how much you, you, you charge okay. you just yeah I'm, but I'm if you sure do because. want more information from ourselves if you want to get in touch with ourselves here in the community uh, um, Rick Radio here we can pass on your details but it's on on Tuesdays uh, from five o'clock that's yeah. correct so it's if you want any more information drop in here into the community centre yourself or you can email rickradio2020 at gmail.com that's R-I-C-C radio 2020 at gmail.com and we'll give you the full information for Carolina's class so Carolina thanks so much for talking to us today that was great thank you thank you so much so eating more plants that's the way that's it <laughs> Hello, I'm Derek Buckley, Lord Mayor of Ringsend and Irish Town, and you are listening to the Community News Desk on Rick Radio. So we're joined here now by Dylan and Robin from the Rock School here in Ringsend and Irish Town Community Centre. You're very welcome. Hi, Jen. How's it going? Um, so really, we're just in general just talking about the Rock School itself. For people that don't know, how was it founded? For How did you set it up yourself, Dylan? Uh, founded, it was founded by uh, my life in different jobs where I couldn't stand routine of post office, of yeah. hospital. I just couldn't and I just needed to find something that I was good at that I could um, make a living out of it. Basically, mm. I just tried to figure it out that way. And I started off teaching a couple of private guitar lessons around and then I, that went very well. I was going to people's houses and then I got talking with Lorraine before he was even staff here in the center and about getting uh, set up as like uh, getting people to come to me yeah and this young lady here her sister is going to kill me but she's the first person <laughs> her, now her and her sister her and jody robin and jody were the first people to, to come to me and a, a big a big uh, thanks to debbie and joe for having faith in because they didn't know what they were doing either you know <laughs> I was forced. So, <laughs> Learning yeah. on the job. Yeah, I got a Hannah Montana guitar and I was forced to take lessons. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Miley Cyrus, this back. is your fault yeah. now. <laughs> and like for you yourself, Robin, um, how did you, did you find it beneficial then? Were you nervous about doing it as in, was it for yourself or did you want to, was your idea to be in a group or how did you approach it? Um, when I, well, like I said, like when I started off, it was because I got a guitar of novelty kind of thing and then my dad plays guitar. So, 
he wanted me and Jody to start and actually the first lesson I actually didn't come back after because I was so nervous being in a group scenario but Jody would always come home and teach me the lessons then and then I ended up coming back a few months later and uh, since then as well like I found a huge passion in singing as well I was always very nervous about that and Dylan was always very encouraging with that and uh, yeah and then just for me like the whole experience of playing in a band at such a young age is like it's nearly unheard of in this area do you know mm. that way so that was like a huge experience and that was that's my biggest memory of it anyway like for you Dylan like you're, you were just saying there Robin yeah. like you don't really hear about any kind of groups like that really in rings and like I mean sports wise you're catered for no problem like yeah, but yeah. like really there is that kind of missing if you're a teenager or younger than that and you're interested in music yeah. there is nowhere really much for you to go it's yeah. like that was like kind of your way in then yeah well I mean it it it, it kind of fe- it fell naturally and accidentally that we made a band because uh, Robin and Jody were there and then um, I think around the same time um Robin's best friend Neve came because she was having fun and then Brandon Larkin came and Brandon so then the four of them were in the group and we were sitting there all playing one guitar not one guitar but we were all playing <laughs> the guitar so we decided to try and maybe see could we make a group out of this and then uh, about six and then we started bringing in the bass and um, I ended up getting a drum kit I can't. I, I actually can't remember how all this happened, but I, just, <laughs> I can remember blocks of, and we got a drum kit. And That's then, like rock star memory there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But a uh, drum kit came, and then it's just grown ever since. And then Aaron came about a year later. I'd say was it was Aaron about a yeah, year later. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, Aaron Aaron and Robin then uh, two brilliant singers. And Jody Jody's one of the best harmonists I've ever heard. And Brandon was brilliant on guitar. Still is. And Neve. Neve was hard work, but she's she's brilliant. Neve was <laughs> she stuck around. She did stick around. Um, she stuck around for a good few years. Actually, <laughs> we actually got so far as we uh, we done a, a we made a video and a single um, called uh, we wrote our own song. The guys wrote, wrote our own song. I helped them. I started them off and pushed them in the directions with and and they took it and we went into songwriting. Then so it's all Amazing. kind of accidental that mm. that how it happened. But then Lorraine. In the centre, and they were brilliant to us. They sponsored us, and they let us use upstairs. We ended up getting a few CDs done, and we done a video. And my friend Dave, Dave Tuhig, came down, um, and we made a video. So that was brilliant. That was that must be ten years ago now. Wow. Yeah, and That's... we were so young as well. Like I'm just even. I just remember going to the recording studio because that was sponsored by the centre as well. Um. And it was just deadly like and it was like a day off school and, you know, but was, to have the experience just to see how it, things yeah. work and like yeah. from behind the scenes that way yeah. like that's a great advantage for yeah, you i think time, yeah yeah because yeah, you're now in bim yeah that's so from coming from everything that you've learned from the rock school mm-hmm. did that did you think you had that kind of advantage oh yeah big time like i mean i i'm actually really happy that i started out learning guitar and didn't just go into singing do you know that way because mm-hmm. i understand things and how music works and I have like like Dylan would probably say the same like I like even just having the ear for things do you know what I mean it's Mm. it's all such an advantage because you do see people who don't have that advantage at the same time so definitely if I didn't do the rock skill beforehand or if I didn't even teach because even teaching like still I'm still learning do you know that way so it's um 
if I hadn't have had that before going into BIM, I would have just probably sang uh, cover songs and stuff like that. Whereas I've grown to kind of venture into other areas and songwrite and like look at like sound engineering and pub- publishing and stuff like that. So it's all, it's all based on what I've learned here. Do you know that way? And did that kind of just your time in the rock school, did that influence you then to go uh, to BIM, like yeah, to want to do that? Like, yeah, yeah, because because of the amount of experiences we had as in going to the recording studio for the original that we wrote you know we went to Liverpool then to see the Jeff Wayne War of the Worlds show and we performed War of the Worlds then there was other experiences with recording studios and stuff and I just found that whenever I was doing stuff like that was when I was at my happiest Mm. and when I was teaching I was at my happiest and just any time I was like doing anything musical I was happy so it was something like that I just knew was the right thing to do. Do you know that way? Yeah, and, it was... and for a lot of people as well, I don't think they understand that. Like um, instruments, like they're so expensive as well, and just to get the, to used to them and to get the ability to actually play, learn to play them and play them in a group. Like not everybody has is coming from a background where someone can afford to buy them. Yeah. You know, well, the well, latest exactly. kit. The the the, 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 the community has been brilliant over the years. Yeah, that anytime nearly too good because anytime there's any instrument up in the charity <laughs> shop like I get, I get about 50 phone calls which is great yeah um, but the, there's always been donations of guitars and I mean even Neve who like Neve who doesn't play anymore would break broke my heart for not playing anymore but she's donated her guitars but she's finished playing now she's she's always remembered to play it but she's she's donated her guitars down to us there's two or great. three really good guitars that she's given us and then there's other people around it that just would give us any kind of guitar and it, we'd have a look at it and if it's worth it working on it we could and then that just goes back out to like well, I think there's about eight guitars there now that we've lent out to our students and then mm. as soon as the students find out that they want to be committed to guitar or music they'll the next Christmas they'll or the next birthday they'll probably get their own guitar yeah and then I'd advise the parents on that as well and it's just you see that's the thing it's just about having the experience and then having the space for trial and error then for them to kind of yeah. try different things out like that's the most exactly. important thing so, so the, the, again just to go back into the rock school system the way the way we've kind of evolved is we start off as a guitar class and either myself or Robin would play some of the other instruments just at the end of the class, just just at the end of one of the classes and the kids might you can see the kids, their eyebrows being raised, oh that's a drum kit, oh that's a keyboard, oh that's a bass guitar. So over time they fall into their own area what they want to be. But we always make sure everybody gets a good shot at every instrument just to make sure that, you know, they're not going to miss out on their chance of their chosen instrument. Yeah. And like so really it's about the way that it works as a cat you do individual lessons or is it all group based? It's mainly group based, but we do individual lessons as well. Okay. Robin teaches singing now as well. Um, Sam teaches drums individually. Robin teaches piano. Um, and I teach guitar. Robin teaches guitar. Um, and then once we know, we, once we've, we've kind of annoyed for four or five people in at the kind of same area or, or ability and even age ideally, but ability mainly, we put them in a group and it just kind of plateaus itself into they become a band now yeah. there's, there's been you know for every few bands that have failed there's been there's been half of that that's succeeded and mm. like there's over there now there's a, there's a band at the moment there's a few bands I don't want to mention any individual ones because 
All bands are great that come from the great. rock school. <laughs> but, but it's unbelievable. Like it's um you saying last week there, um we done the lunchtime gig and we had three of the senior bands playing, including myself and Robin. Um we we're playing now a couple of gigs every we've been doing that for a few years now. So I mean that's what it is. It's just it's just multiplying all the time. It's always it's just about playing live music it's about playing music and it's yeah. also about like I'd say the people meeting each other like like-minded oh, people well, meeting yeah. each other so like organically they yeah. come together as a band and if they yeah. you know There's if they find someone you know you always group. need a few messers yeah, yeah, so we yeah. know Gallagher without messers yeah. like <laughs> but really for that for you for yourself like you just think that for the rock school gave you that confidence do you think yeah like, definitely I was gonna add on to them there as well like a lot of people, and I know even probably me when I started out, like learning guitar or something might not necessarily be the force in your priority list or whatever. But the fact that you're doing live music and that you get that you know that once you practice and once you kind of engage with it, you're going to be playing in a in a band like yeah that's so exciting for young people do you know what I mean to think like that and you can see that like every time we have a beginner class like they all want to play in a band because I as I said I don't think that you get the opportunity and you see a lot like around uh, this area so I think you see people you know like not wanting to sing at start and then they kind of evolve and like like I mean there's a, a lad in one of the bands Dylan's talking about now and it took him years to sing and honestly I was shocked and he's like <laughs> he's just unbelievable like do you know what I mean and it's so good to see people gaining the confidence there's, there's actually another example sorry Robin uh, of of uh of that so I'll, I'll mention her name Katie she's one of our seniors now Katie I was teaching Katie guitar for years and years and it just couldn't work for her she couldn't she didn't have time and she it was just very hard without rhythm and I was I, she was really she was a lovely kid she still mm. is lovely but she she was really hard to teach and then was one day I just heard her humming something in her mouth and she was just like mm, and I was like oh my god her <laughs> voice is so rich so she's at the finding she's at there Sing, she's singing her, she's an unbelievable singer now. And but all her rhythm is coming through her voice. She can play guitar easy now mm. because the rhythm came out of her voice. See, so, and that's the only way that you learn these things is by the fact that she's there all the time and they're, they're hanging yeah, around together yeah. and that you can see this and encourage yeah. the talents that they do that's have. It, like yeah. yeah. Exactly. And like age wise, what are we talking about from like can anybody I've come in or the, I'll start with the oldest. I've done a few private lessons for a man just before COVID, um and he was mid 80s started mm. beginner guitar love you man um, he was brilliant he used to come down to me every every uh, one, one morning a week and then young boys we've tried all we've tried to go we've tried to start like at five and six but it's too technical it's, yeah. as much as he wanted to be fun you need to have a uh, we have yeah. gone younger though since yeah. the last year it's or so just very different we, we try and I've always tried to maintain since learning about this is you know, seven, eight yeah. is the is the kind of age where you're hand concentrate. Yeah, yeah. It's a, we for the beginner levels we make it as fun as possible, but we also have to get work done. Yeah. So it's you know I want to I we want results. I don't want to be sitting there and you know playing X's and O's on the on the on the on the board yeah. or, or playing hangman on the board or anything like that. We want to actually I want the parents to see. Well, they're after learning something today, so that's what we're trying. And out. that's the most important thing, thing, because every band that you see, like no matter what they look like, no matter who they are, they all had to put in that hundred percent work ethic, or they would never get where they are. Like whether it's like the Sex Pistols, or whether it's like Oasis, or whether it's like you may see from the outside that they look like 
a gang of messers or whatever, but they yeah, did yeah. put that serious oh, no, time in. Like, play three chords, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only, that's all he needs. Three yeah. chords three is the truth. That's it. Uh, but yeah, so I like from, say, eight, nine onwards, that's what you're talking about, or seven, eight, nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And again, but, uh, as Robin said, there's been, there's been examples in the, in, to, to break that. Some kids are like born with another kid, um, out of out of the same band Robin mentioned, he was like he was born with a guitar. Like he was like, <laughs> he was five and six when he came down and, and, and he was well able for it. So there is exceptions to the rule. Yeah. But you know, as a as a whole, as a group thing, you kinda of have to keep it you know, because you don't you, you as a parent or whoever's a parent don't want to be stressing their because some of them we've seen we've seen all sides of the story here where where it's ignited with kids and they went bang and then some kids weren't able for it. And they never came back. So mm. you have to. It's a it's a fine balance. It's like even what I say about the X Factor. And I'm sorry to throw this in. Here, but <laughs> for every one winner of the X Factor, there's there's a hundred kids who probably never play music or sing again. Yeah. Because of their confidence is shot. So it's yeah. a fine balance of, you know, encouragement, work, fun. And then it's there. Like even if they don't, even if, if they still have that skill, then at the end of the day, they can go away yeah. and then maybe come back to it. You I'm know, or Neve to come back. No pressure, Neve. <laughs> You've just been called out about twelve times. <laughs> <laughs> so, do people get in touch with you, or just drop in here yeah, into the, the centre? Either the centre here. I'm always mainly in the centre, and you can get us on. A, we're actually getting a, web, a website built at the moment. Which is going to be www.ringsendrockskill.com, <laughs> or else you can catch me on Gmail at ringsendrockskill at gmail.com and all the social media, uh, Facebook and um, Instagram. Instagram. So we, we, what we want is like a band that are you know better than Fontaine's DC. That's yeah. what we want to come out of here <laughs> yeah. properly. Like, uh, so thanks a million. You're going to do a little song for us now, we'll just a, a little, little blast. Song. Yeah, yeah. What are we going to do, Robin? So, so for you, Jane, yeah, that. we're going to get Robin to. Uh, Show you how good she is, because she's really good. <laughs> Just let me say that. Do a bit of Janice Chapel. That was amazing. That's all from the Rick Radio Community News Desk today. Don't forget to send us in your news items or any stories to rickradio2020 at gmail.com. That's R-I-C-C Radio 2020 at gmail.com. My thanks to all our guests today, including Dylan and Robin from The Rock School, Fidelma from Clan William Institute and Carolina Giron ferro who is in charge of our healthy eating class. Thanks again to Dylan on sound and editing. From me, Jennifer Gannon, we'll see you next Monday at 12 noon where we'll be bringing you news about International Women's Day, which is on Tuesday the 8th of March. Take care, goodbye and have a good week.